Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. And I am your host, Angelica. This is the podcast that talks about a little bit of everything. So sit back and enjoy the show. It's 90 Day Fiance time with my co-host. Why, hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. And of course, we are talking about 90 Day Fiance and Darcy and Stacy in this episode. But how you doing, Coupon Queen Pen? Way better than a lot of these other Waycast members. And at least I know if I go dress shopping with you, you're not going to hate on me like Darcy. No, 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 no. So you guys know the drill. If it's your first time tuning in, we always go through the spinoffs first so in this case it's going to be darcy and stacy we try to recap it as quick as possible because we do not want to dedicate it not even more than 15 minutes uh because it's i don't even know how to explain this so the twins are not on the same page they're having a rocky relationship between them And in this episode, the twins are excited because they're meeting up with their production manager, Conrad. Uh, They're there to set up samples for pieces for this brand that they met up last week. And they pretty much gave them the task of find me some in Miami inspired uh, fabric so we can come up with the looks, etc. So it's I love this production manager that they have so he flew all the way from LA to Miami and he says in his confessional they are very difficult to work with despite of them being twins they have different visions different personalities and I need to make both of them happy so if one says she wants black the other one wants white I have to come up with an equal medium to make both of them happy and I'm just like goddamn This poor man, he's got a lot to deal with. So as they're in the fabric store, they're trying to pick out pieces and all that stuff. They end up going with a lot of neutrals, which to me, it does not feel Miami inspired. Uh, Stacy was going towards like the neons, but then they double think like who's going to wear a neon jumpsuit. And they just ended up deciding, okay, let's just do neutrals. And then we'll do the logo in neon colors to have some sort of Miami flair. Stacy the next day goes out dress uh wedding dress shopping with Darcy and as they're sitting there Stacy asks Darcy to be the maid of honor and she expresses how well Darcy is like yeah you know sure why not like I would love to and she Stacy's concerned about Darcy because whenever it comes to the wedding or anything Darcy has this crazy energy like she doesn't want to be near anybody and she's got this attitude and i get it she's been through a lot she has a call off an engagement now she's seeing her sister actually get her dream wedding i don't know how because you know darcy really threw shade at her and says well florian needs to step up his game and pay for it because i'm not there to do the twin wedding so now there is the expenses are not split in half which i was like oh my god this is so weird like i can't Also that same day, Florian and Mike meet up 
and decide to give him the bro talk. This is Mike's chance to give him that bro talk like he mentioned last week. And of course, it doesn't go well as planned because Mike is just like, listen, Stacey's telling me that you're not pulling your weight. Is it that you don't want to find a job or you don't want a job? Or what is it? So he doesn't even give any answers. He's just like, this is pathetic. And I, this is my life. And whatever happens between my life with Stacy, you know, it's between us. So he gets upset and he ends up leaving the store. Now with Mike, yeah, he came off a little bit, you know, very strong. But Florian, what was funny about this whole situation is that in when they do their confessionals, he's just like, you know, Mike and I hated each other. And now we're bros. I don't have friends. So when Mike says, hey, come out and meet me, I'm going to go. And then all of a sudden this scene happens. And then after it's like he went from hating him, liking him to hating him times 100 because of the situation. I'm, I'm sure this was done on purpose. And to me, it was hilarious. Um, after a couple days later, we see Darcy and the matchmaker. Uh, so the matchmaker takes Darcy out onto the beach to conduct an exercise, uh, because she is also a dating coach and she wants Darcy to flirt and express herself so she can see what type of person she is. And we see the type of person Darcy is because, you know, the, the matchmaker would say, Hey, why don't you approach that guy? And she's like, well, I don't know. Like, you know, he was a yogi doing these poses and she was just like, just go, just go up to him and compliment him. How do you do it? So she, of course, Darcy has to put an excuse on everything. She didn't really want to do it, but she's like, okay. And the guy was so like grounded to earth. He just had a really good yoga session and it seems like he was meditating at the same time because yoga can't be meditating. And, you know, she was just like, so awkward, like, Hi, I'm Stacey, um, Darcy. And he's like, hello, how are you? My name is Robert. And she's just like, I, I love your smile. Oh, thank you. And then he puts his hands on his chest and he's just like, oh, thank you. Thank you so much, uh, Darcy. You know, you, you have beautiful eyes and they go back and forth. I'm just like, this is getting so awkward. Like the guy's actually being genuine. And I feel like she was being forced. But the, the matchmaker is there to guide her to kind of tell her, like, you know, you can't always go with the this particular person. You have to branch out and you have to find people that, you know, that are different outside your box because you might find similarities between each other. But anyways, she tries to flirt with other guys and they conduct this exercise because it gives Michelle, the matchmaker, an idea of how Darcy is. Um, moving on. Florian says, um, moving to Miami has been stressful. And we find out in this little segment, which was like probably one of the best things that happened, he ends up calling a friend. Calling a friend. And who's that friend? It's Mr. Georgie. They apparently are still in touch. They talk to each other a lot. It seems like uh, Stacy does not know about this. And just to add the cherry on top, he's talking to Georgie. Hey, you know, this is what happened to me. This is what Mike said. Like, I don't even know. Georgie says he throws shade. Don't ever trust. Um, Don't even get advice from a guy who has blue hair, you know, and then they're laughing. They're happy. It's like, oh, my God. Like, you can see Florin so happy speaking to Georgie. And then he says, will you be my best man? Dun, dun, dun. 
that was the highlight of the episode. The, the fact that he asked Georgie to be his best man. They talked about the wedding planning and everything. And, you know, like, Georgie's like, I'm going to be there to support you. He did ask about Darcy. And Florian said that he went on a date that a friend hooked up. Um, one of her friends, one of her friends, uh, and it didn't work out. But, you know, it is what it is. And I just cannot believe it. Now, I guess it's a couple of days because they don't really tell you the twins hang out and they obviously get into a pointing fingers of you're rude and you're not. And I just I was just like, I don't even know how this relationship is going to be savage. Like, it's just so difficult. And I, I don't know. Because Darcy's very bitter. She even, even at the dress shop, like, you know, that doesn't look good on you. You you need something more of this, something more of that. Oh, you know, the hanger, you know, it looks better on the hanger. Like, just throwing this constant shade. And when she was out with her daughters, but I didn't really mention much, they went rollerblading. I was just like, you know, these two girls, they have such a great relationship that Darcy even said, wow, these two sisters are... They're really, they're really good to each other. And she misses that from her sister. So make it work, man. Like, I don't know. Like, something's got to give here. Your sister's going to get married regardless. Like, you know, I feel like she's got so much going on. She needs to fix, give herself some self-care. That's basically what had happened. The only highlight of this is that Florian is still talking to Georgie and asked to be his best man. What do you think about that? That is going to be a mess. That is going to be a mess because Darcy is going to have five cows and a chicken when she finds out. That I, I, I can't see that being going well for either one of them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and 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 sad to say, knowing the way she is, if she finds out before the wedding, she may even try to get Stacy to cancel the wedding. It may be a problem between the sisters. And the thing is, next week we see them getting themselves registered for the wedding that the woman's like, you know, who's your your maid of honor? And she's like, oh, it's my sister Darcy. Okay, who's your best man? Did you find one? And then you see him in they give us a preview of his confessional saying, like, I didn't tell I didn't tell Stacy. And I have to I I I got nowhere else to go. I gotta tell her. And and by the look of the face, like you can see, like she's disgusted because she should have known about this earlier. So we'll see what happens next week on that. Yeah, because I mean, regardless of anything, she's gonna have her sisters back, you know. So that's that's gotta be a horrible, horrible thing to be in between that. For sure. So, yeah, but okay. Are you ready to get into this episode? Oh my gosh, you started off because I don't even know where to start. <laughs> so we're talking 90 days the other way, of course. And we see Danielle and Johan, Jen and Rishi. Uh, let's see, who else did we see? Danielle, um, oh my gosh, because it was a lot of Danielle and Johan going back and forth this episode. Um. And I know her face, but I can't remember her name right now. The one with the blonde hair. <laughs> the one that married the Egyptian guy. <laughs> oh, okay. Hold on. I'm trying to figure out what the name is. Is her name Nicole? I think her name is Nicole. No, see. 
Oh, wait, hold on. I have my list here as I'm going down. Uh, we did see a little bit of Gabriel. Well, we, we, we with a little bit of Gabriel, like, yeah, Gabriel little. and Isabel. Um, the other couple, don't worry. Uh, oh, here it is. No, yeah, Nicole and Mahmoud. She called him Mahmoud. Yeah, Nicole and Mahmoud. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Chris and oh, what is her girlfriend's name? Jamie, yeah, Jamie, and 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 I let's start with let's start with Gabriel because we didn't really see too much of him and he he's like really getting excited to go and he's still kind of reeling off of what his sister had to say but it's he's not letting it deter him this is the time when we actually meet his fiance who's already in Colombia and she talks about how she met him and she just saw him and fell in love and we see her talking to her friend who has met him on several occasions, thinks he's a great guy, but she also knows that Gabriel is trans and wonders how, you know, she's going to break the news to her parents and her grandparents because her grandparents nor her grandparents even though they know gabriel don't know that he's trans so it's like ooh, this could be problematic but she explains that she loves him and that she sees him for who he is and that's not going to deter her but she is nervous about telling her family and he's insistent upon telling the family because, you know, they want to start a life together in Colombia. So it's like, mm, I don't know. I'm I'm really nervous for this couple. I am truly, truly nervous for this couple. But it's like, they're going for it, regardless of what anyone says. They are definitely going for it. What did you think of her? Well, I was kind of concerned because she does want to tell her parents, like, you know, who Gabriel is and who he was in the past and everything. But it was interesting to see also her daughter kind of just saying, like, hey, you know, I've grown to like Gabriel and I think he's really good for my mom and everything. So there is a positive to that. But I just don't know how this is going to work out. I think we talked about it before that. When it comes to stuff like this, culturally, um, especially in the Hispanic culture, it's not that accepting as we've witnessed before and seen that. So I'm really curious. And I do agree with his mom. You're moving too fast. Why don't you slow down and take it easy? And, and he's just like, well, I only have 90 days to get this thing going or else I'm, I'm done. Like, I can't do this again. And it's just like, oh, boy, like... <laughs> this is it this is it gabriel like are you sure you still want to do this because sometimes i'm always thinking like damn like he's moving too fast and i really have to ask because this is not this is not the first time this is not the first couple that we've seen come up against this whole 90 day thing and it and and i really want to know like what is your opinion on this do you think that a lot of them go into this 
and really pull pull the whole trigger on the getting married thing because of the 90 day thing like do you think that if 90 days were off the table that they would take some time to really get to know each other I would think so yeah if that was a regulation like you know, you would have a year to get married, for example, opposed to 90 days. I'm sure a lot of people would take that into consideration. Like, it's just, I, I always try to think about it. You know, we've seen crazy couples. Oh, oh, let's just, you know, I love Robert and Annie. I've grown to love them. And for him to be world record of, I met you in eight hours and I proposed to you by the end of it, we're getting married and they have a beautiful family. They have a good living together like that. Something like that to me, that was hard to believe. Right. But for most of these couples, I just feel like they just have to do it because they have no choice. They feel like the world's going to end. They feel like like this person in another country is going to run away but we just don't know, like, what is the intention of the other person? Like, I always think about that for myself. Like, I think I even told you a couple years ago or a couple episodes back where I said, you know, if the husband that I have today, if he was a 90 dayer, for example, and I met him in his country and everything, like, would I do this craziness? Probably not, because you're in a different country. I don't got money for you, man. Like, what makes you think if I if I did have money and I had a limited funds, then it would have been different. But knowing what the reality is for everybody and it's similar, we're all going through something. The, it's impossible. It really is. Like I even said, if you were in a different country, you didn't speak English. Sorry, none of this would happen. If that was the case, if I was going through a 90 day thing. Right. And, that, and that's really the thing. I think a lot of them rush into it. And and I think this is all across the board, regardless of spinoff, regardless of anything. I think that ninety day rule really puts a puts a rush on everything for them. Like it's it's almost like, and correct me if I'm wrong, because you know we're all entitled to our opinions, but it's almost like I think some of these couples go into it saying, if. I don't marry this person in 90 days. They're just going to plain out leave me. Like that, that's the way, that's the way a lot of these couples behave. It's so true, but that's the thing. Like, I agree with you. They literally feel like, okay, what's a good couple here um, that we can pinpoint right now? Didn't, well, what we're talking about right now, Gabriel, the fact that he told his mom, I only have 90 days and she's telling him to slow down. No, you choose to have 90 days. You don't have to go through this visa process. You could have just gone there, lived there for six months. Like some people live in other countries for six months on their own. And they come back to their homeland um, and just, you know, do whatever they have to do and go back again before things get revoked. Right. So he, they're choosing to do this. They're the ones putting themselves the pressure. Because again, if Gabriel were to just take its time, but then also with the show, I'm pretty sure to be on the show, you need to have some sort of process that you are eventually getting that visa and you're actually moving to the other way. But to me, it's just pretty ridiculous that most of these couples make it seem like, oh my God, this is like the person that I met and I just want to be with them forever. And oh my gosh, I just don't want to lose them. I just don't want to lose them. I just don't want to lose them. 
you're not going to lose them. You have to get to know the person. I just find it pretty spontaneous for those who've done it. Kudos to you. Kudos to Rob and Annie. But in this situation, most of these couples we're seeing, it's like they have this pressure over their head, especially with Gabriel. The fact that we we're seeing it, we are seeing it by the way he's responding to his mom, just plain out saying, I only have like 90 days. <laughs> No, you chose to have 90 days. You could have lived there for 60. You put lived there for six months and then would have came back, done whatever paperwork you needed or settle your life somehow or somewhere how you're doing this. And then you can go back and say, you know what? I'm going to marry you. But what like, you know what I mean? It's just so rushed. Very true. Very true. You know, but yeah, he he went ahead and said, hey, you know what we're doing is and he finds this girl and she's all into him you know and it's good to see that this couple so far is really getting along and they're they're not letting anything stop them i mean i am truly rooting for this couple because they seem amazing they seem to be really really in love so i am rooting for this couple we don't know so far what's going on behind the scenes because again this is a first uh first season for them so we'll see where they're going we'll see what happens let's move on all right so i think the other interesting couple uh, is jen and rishi so Jen lives on a farm and she is just all in love with Rishi and his one and a half hour, six different level hair washing, you know, modeling, professional trainer self, you know, and she's letting everyone know that, hey, in a little bit, I'm going to be going to India, and there's, you know, I'm in love, and, you know, I love the fact that she's having a dinner with her family and her sister-in-law, but it's like, I think, why was this the first time it seemed like the family was asking questions? That was, that was my biggest thing. Her sister-in-law starts asking all the are you sure questions. Is this what you really want to do? Like, why wait to the week of to ask, hey, are you sure he's the one you want to be with? Are you sure that you really want to switch countries for this guy? You know, but she 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 says yes, you know, she she values everyone, of course, in her family, and but she wants to go to be with Rishi and she's saying how amazing he is but we also find out something rather interesting Rishi hasn't told his family that they're even a couple let alone engaged like huge red flag like I I literally felt like I saw minions come into the room and go beto 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 like what are you doing well, really what are you doing he has not told his family 
that you guys are engaged, that you guys are even a couple, that you're even his girlfriend. He introduced her as his friend. His friend. Like, who does that? Oh, that's just my friend. Um, TikTokers, are we talking red flags here? Because I'm seeing a whole bunch of them. They're just a whole bunch of red flags. And it's really giving me, uh, dare I say, Jenny and Samit vibes. Like, seriously, it's giving me Jenny and Samit vibes where he's holding something back. But she's determined to go because she loves him and she knows that he loves her. And they're they're going to live, according to her, happily ever after. But before she does that, she also meets up with her friends. And one of her friends is really tough on her. Now, I'm not sure. I'm still not sure after watching the episode if her friend likes her and is trying to be helpful or if her friend is jealous and salty. Because what seemed like it started off as help is, you know what, you don't know this guy. Are you sure you want to do this? turned into you know what you're really kind of stupid and it was like whoa 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 like really why why are we having this conversation are you sure this is your friend and we also find out that she lost the ring that he gave her so she replaced it with a ring of her own um and it's like wow hmm you lost the ring he gave you that's not a good thing. But she is insisting, you know, she loves him. But her friend says, you know what? What if we catfish him? We're going to catfish him and we're going to catch him out there. I'm going to, you know, flirt with him a little bit. Okay, can someone call Neve and Cammy? Because this should not be happening. We're on the wrong network for this. I'm like, what is happening? And I would have thought in everything she would just said, oh no, I don't, you don't have to do that. You know what? I love him. I trust him. She says, okay, let's do it. <laughs> I could not believe this when I heard this. Like, wh what did you think about the whole catfishing aspect? She's got to listen to her friends. You know, they're the voice of reason. They're speaking on behalf of all of us watching this showdown and this train wreck that's, you know, waiting to happen here. And honestly, I was just like, you know what? I didn't mind that idea because she was trying to prove her point. Her friend's trying to prove that, you know what? You don't know this person. He is a trainer. He is a model. He's going to have women. And she's just sitting there like she has no clue what's happening. And it's like, no, I don't think he'll do that. No, you know, no, it's not something he's going to do. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, really? He's got a lot of women who follow him. Oh, my goodness. What planet is she living on? Obviously not this one. So, yeah, the friend catfishes him. And, of course, it comes back that he's willing to ask, you know, how does he know her now i don't know if this was scripted 
or if this was truly the conversation that was had. But, um, man, can I share something with you? There are times when people DM me, and if I don't know them, I will ask, how do I know you? It is not me trying to flirt. For those that don't know, how do I know you is not a flirty term. It is someone trying to figure out if maybe you're the friend of a friend, or maybe I passed you somewhere. Maybe we met at an event, a meeting, at a store, something. It is not a flirty question. I don't know anyone that would take that as such, but I digress. But yeah, later on, she does say, you know, he started asking about what she looked like and all of the stuff, which then turns into, hey, you know what? He may be interested in other women. But of course, it wouldn't be 90 Day Fiance if, Jen wasn't insisting on going to India. So, maybe, is it it the name that makes all Jens or Jennies or something go to India? Is is there something like, you know, Jen, India, Jenny, India, Jennifer, India? You know, I don't know. (laughs) It could be. (laughs) So... We know that Jen is on her way to get her man, Rishi. Um, and we don't know what's going to happen, but she is on her way to India. Oh, my goodness, my goodness. So, anything else to say about this couple? Oh, no. <laughs> so, who did you want to talk about next? All right, so let me go down the list here because we did see a little bit of, um, so Jenny and Chris. So Chris is getting ready and getting packed up to go to Columbia, but we get to see the side of Jamie. Um, so Jamie is getting her hair done, did because she's just like, oh my gosh, Chris is finally coming. This is the moment. So she's got to get all dolled up. And while she's there, uh, she's got two friends. Um, that are going to help her accomplish the look that she's looking for. And then we hear her concerns with Chris. So they do explain to, she does explain to the friends, like, you know, Chris has this um, sleeping, I believe it was a sleeping disorder they described it as. Correct me if I'm wrong. He has narcolepsy. Okay, so she tries to explain that. I'm not going to attempt to pronounce that word because I'm just like, it's not happening today. But uh, basically, she tries to explain to them, that's the only thing I'm worried about. I'm scared. I don't know how am I going to handle it because apparently she'll just fall asleep and then you don't even know that she's fallen asleep. You know, she's scared. She's worried. And, you know, the friends are like, well, how do you feel about this? She's like, I I don't know if I can handle this. Like, I don't know what what to expect. Um, It seems like it's a lot of work, but she hasn't told her that that it's she's worried it seems like she just said yeah i'm okay with it sure i can deal with this no problem but she's not telling the truth and again we didn't see much of them and it was more of jamie really um getting herself dolled up and getting ready to pick up uh chris later on and i don't know i feel like this is like a recipe for disaster you you she hasn't really expressed the truth about the situation that chris has and she's just going to let it be and hope for the best. Like, 
don't you want to like ask more questions, find some resources and, you know, to help your future fiance out with all of this? Like to me, I don't know. Yeah, that that was my thought. I'm like, you know, and and I don't know what this is about the whole ghosting thing, because this isn't the first time that she's brought this up. In other words, she disappears for days at a time um are we having another paul situation i don't even know what to say i'm actually upset about this because you know she could have like i mentioned asked for more resources how do i handle it uh because we do see a preview of her kind of explaining like i may sucker punch you i may kick you and all of the above because of the situation right but I don't know. I I just don't know how this is going to work out. We're slowly getting to know both sides. We obviously learned a little bit more about Chris, but Chris is on her way to see Jamie and Jamie, we're slowly being introduced into her world. So I'm curious what's going to happen. You're not the only one. I am curious, you know, the whole narcolepsy thing and the whole, uh, sleep rhythm thing so it's like hmm i don't know i don't know i don't know i i'm i'm i i i'm agreeing with you this could be a real recipe for disaster Mm-hmm. yep anything else to add not at all all right so let's get into our final couple i believe correct Oh no, yeah. we have two more. <laughs> oh, we do have two more? Yeah, we have Nicole and Mahmoud. Um, and then we have Danielle. We talked about Danielle? No, we didn't talk about Danielle. Okay. So it's your pick. Well, let's get into Nicole and Mahmoud. You know, mm-hmm. Nicole who has done the typical <laughs> The typical, typical 90-dayer thing. I'm going to find someone from a different country and I'm just going to fall in love with them and everything and we're going to live happily ever after and I'm going to move to this other country and I know nothing about their country, nothing about their culture, but they're the love of my life and they can barely speak English, but who cares because love just knows no bounds and it doesn't even care if you don't speak the same language. So, yeah, that seems to be <laughs> these two. Um, so we fi- we hear her, you know, find out that she seems to be an Uber or Uber Eats or a DoorDash driver or something like that. And not only has she gotten engaged, but she's actually married to Mahmoud. Um, and she hasn't she doesn't know much um about his culture and he's not telling her anything more than he feels she needs to know now the crazy thing is they seem to keep getting into fights as she says about the way she dresses you know um he lets her know that you know short skirts are a no-no cleavage is a no-no you know he's muslim and of course he wants her to be fully clothed from head to toe and he that's what he finds beautiful 
Now we do see her go out, which looks like to a fair or some sort of um, street event where she is out with her two girlfriends and they're having a great time. And she's telling them that, you know, she's going to go to Egypt and, you know, she's unsure of what to do because, you know, she cannot hug anyone, including her own cousins, his cousins, his brother, uh, any other men, because if she could potentially marry them, then they are off limits for her to hug. You know, she can hug her own father, but she cannot hug his father. The rules are there. I'm not sure how they work. Um, but she's giving him, he's giving her the rules as he goes along with her. But these two already aren't, aren't living in the same country and they're already fighting. I don't think this votes well. Because she admits that they fight most of the time over video chat. That's not good. That's not a good sign. Um, but she's determined, you know, she admits that she's very nervous about what's going to happen. But she has to go over and see her husband. So she's going to move to Egypt to be with him and live their life together. Seems like a fairy tale to me by the way you describe that. <laughs> but you have to understand, like, he's so amazing and she's love, <laughs> and they don't really speak the same language, but who cares, Angelica? It, it was a match made over the interwebs. Oh, God. I, you know, we got to meet this couple finally this week, and I gotta say, crazy, crazy, crazy. I, I don't understand, and Again, we've talked about this before because we've been talking about 90 Day Fiance for the past three years. Can you believe that? We should throw a party for ourselves. I know we should throw a party because <laughs> uh, it has been three years. It has been three years. It's probably going to, our anniversary is probably coming up in a couple months anyway. But <laughs> I'm just, I don't understand how this woman has not picked up on the internet or a freaking book or have gone to speak to somebody in her own neighborhood to say, hey, I'm moving to Egypt. What do I need to do? What do I need to know? What What is it that I need to be concerned about? But she hasn't done And she's complaining about these rules. Do you not realize where you're going? Like, do people not do research? Like, it's 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 just ridiculous. Even if I have to go to a different town, I want to make sure what I have there. Do I have a grocery store? Do is there a restaurant? Is there a park? Like, like I I don't understand why can some of these ninety dayers cannot even go on this web? Like we see them in their Apple friggin' laptops, and they can't even do a simple search of what I need to know before I move to Egypt because I'm pretty sure someone's are set up already because there's people who've gone to Egypt so many times for e either for tourism for just you know let me just stay for a couple months etc. It's just ridiculous to me. That's the thing. It's like she doesn't get it. She doesn't want to get it. I can't make someone get this, but <sighs> ma'am, just, I don't know. 
she didn't look up the clothing of the culture. She didn't look up like, and, and I think one of the things that keeps getting me is these people don't bother to learn the language. You're going to a place where they don't speak your language and you're not bothering to even learn the language. So it's like, uh, okay, there's that again. And uh, yeah, it's just too much. It's it's a bit much. It's really sad how people do not take the extra steps that you're supposed to take to figure out what you're walking into. And for her to complain about these rules and these rules and these rules, listen, girl, it's all over the place. We even we even learned about it because we've been watching 90 Day Fiance and we've been taking in other people's cultures and actually learning about it. Uh, it's just a little bit, but hey. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like I already know. Like, okay, you go to Egypt, you go to Tunisia, you are supposed to be dressed. No one is supposed to see your hair. They may just barely see your eyes. Um, You're supposed to be covered. Nothing fitted nothing too crazy you know you don't hug every guy you see on the street there is no pda public displays mm-hmm. of affection this is not a hard thing if i if i've learned this from watching a tv show i'm pretty sure if you would have just watched a couple of casts prior to yours you would know exactly you would just exactly. know you just know. I, I just don't get it. It's like there's nowhere where she lives. She's from LA, Los Angeles. There's nowhere nowhere in Los Angeles you can find an encyclopedia. You, you don't have internet. You can't search this up. Like, please. There are Muslims. Okay. Okay. We talk about the bodega cat and all the bodegas that are owned in New York City. Well, in LA, I've been there most of the local grocery stores, the small grocery stores, are owned by Muslims. Like, you can't just walk in and say, hey, is it possible in exchange for something that I I can, you know, barter with you? Can you teach me a little bit about your culture? Like, that, mm-hmm. that's not hard. I'd like to learn about your culture. I'm planning on moving to Egypt. Can you help me out? Yeah. Even if you don't, even if you don't ask the gentleman, ask his wife. You have a wife that I can speak to. Like it's not hard. Crazy, huh? <laughs> I just don't get it. But she's. I, I feel like this woman is going to irritate me through the whole entire season, and I would love to invite you. Nicole to the podcast because I would love to know your thought process through all of this because to me I find it pretty ridiculous yeah she's gotta sit down and talk to us because this is <laughs> this is not making any sense to me it really isn't no, it really I, isn't I, I but mean, mark my words she's gonna irritate me through this, this whole entire season I know she is I, I know we're going to come to the point where you're gonna rabbit hole yeah (laughs) you know what let's move on before i may jump into a rabbit hole but let's move on because this other couple here 
uh, who is from Love and Paradise. For those who don't know, they are back to the other way. And it's Danielle and Johan. This woman is going to drive me up the walls. Like, I'm, I will share this. Let me just jump into it. Give me a moment here. <laughs> and then we're going to have to do our predictions because we haven't done that yet. And we're, we're okay. still early. Do we need a cleansing breath? Because you're you're sounding like you're amping up for this one. <laughs> you know what? I had a cleansing moment earlier today, which was really nice. I had to just light up some Palo Santo and just sage myself. But of course, coming home, I'm like, Ugh. but anyways, no, I should be fine. Um, so Danielle is already in Dominican Republic. She shares how she's, you know, got this 10 step skin process. Cool. Good for her. And she's doing it on Johan and it's just like, oh, what is this? What is that? Oh, is this a roller? Like, what do you use this for? So he's very curious. And he says, well, it makes, if she feels like, if she believes that this makes her feel beautiful and prettier, then so be it. Let her be. Now, enough with this, the lovey-dovey stuff here. Let's just get straight to the point. So Johan apparently has opened up a business of a butcher shop. Una carne seria. And... She claims to have a lot of business experience because she's owned a health and wellness company and she's worked, you know, we see her do yoga and stuff like that. And, and she did mention before she's a history teacher, but she has business experience and she wants to go see and see what he's, what, what he's doing, what he's up to. So when she goes into this butcher shop, she, the first thing she sees is the meat really on the countertop with bzz, flies all over them. And she's very concerned. She doesn't feel great. She's trying to ask him the questions. How much did you buy this for? Why is this out here? It should be frozen. It should be, uh, sorry, refrigerated. You know, this is out here. And he's trying to explain to her, well, in this country, this is how people sell meat. The countertop is cold and it stays cold. And this people need to see it. And he doesn't really have an explanation for the flies. They're just there for, I guess, you know, some extra traction for people to come in. But they go through this argument of this is my country. This is not yours. And then she wants to get down to the dollars. She wants to get down to the pennies here. And she says, I have a program that's going to help you that to realize like, okay, what am I spending on? What are my costs? What's my profit, et cetera. Then she later finds out that he spent almost he's spent almost $40,000 from what I've understood because the thing is when I hear people listen in Spanish, I'm not reading the subtitle. So I kind of automatically, my brain switches to that. And she's just concerning, like, where did this money come from? The one thing I have to say this here, Johan is right. That's how it is back home. If you have the money to get your typical refrigerated, like what you see at your butcher shop or your local grocery store, then that's amazing. But usually in countries like these, the butcher shop is going to look like that. It's pretty much the standard. And the thing is, most of these people sell meat. Literally, it's cut for that day. And obviously, you don't see much of it out because he's starting out. Now, if he gained popularity and people knew about him and he's got good pricing, he can cut more meat and that will be done for the day. Like, it's basically that little amount comes out and then you're really crossing your fingers that you sell everything out that day and, and you bring in the fresh meat again tomorrow. So that's typically how it would normally work because I've seen it back home and that's how they usually tend to operate. 
you know, the flies are there. It is what it is. But, you know, in these countries, it doesn't matter as long as they got meat that they can make soup, they can make a stew, whatever it is, and they can feed their family. That's what it comes to them, do bottom line, because, of course, you're going to clean it. It's not like, you know, the, the flies going to come with you, depending what type of flies they are. But it seems like those just your regular flies. But with Danielle, I understand where she's coming from, too. But also she was a little bit harsh. You know, yes, we find out that Johan is working two jobs and he's hired an employee to take af- to look after this butcher shop. Great. But he's actually making an effort because mm-hmm. I do I do see these shows back to back, Darcy and Stacey, and of course 90 Days. So I watch the other way and then I watch Darcy. Now, Johan is making the effort. He's actually opened up a business. She should have been a little bit softer on him. You could have hired a freaking translator because there was points where we seen like, do you have a list? Uh, do you have like an inventory list? He's like, La Lista, which is the list. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, that's not what you're asking for, but sure. And then she's like, but your profit and this, then that you're, I have this computer and this is the program that I have. And it's just, Buddy does not know what the hell you're talking about. You could have just hired a translator or used a producer as a translator at this point. He could have been an extra, for goodness sakes. But it just irritated me because she was so irritated. She could have just said, you know what? There's a lot of things that I don't understand. May, you may have to teach me. And this way I can help you out and we can improve this together. But I am proud of you. You've done so much. Because if we look at Florian who's been America for two and a half years. He still doesn't even have a job. Sorry. He has, has had his green card for two and a half years. He still doesn't have a job and he doesn't make any effort whatsoever. But you know, Florian, I understand because let's just say this, he's dealing with the twins drama every single day. It's freaking exhausting. Someone's got to pay him like literally. And that's where TLC comes in. Right? So with Johan, he does make an effort and I, she came too strong. She came in hot and heavy. And I'm just thinking, which I've told you earlier. Wait, w- w- what are you doing, Danielle? I know you just got there, but Miss, uh, you know, Miss I plan ahead and Miss this, that and all that. I don't see you saying, hey, let me check out a yoga studio or something. Or, hey, let me check out an office space where I can remotely work from here. I don't see none of that happening. If you're just, you're, she's jumping the gun. She found an excuse for this man to take care of her because like she always says, I don't want to be paying the bills. I want to, I don't want to be paying the bills. Like it can't always be me. It can't always be me. She's literally sounding like Stacy right now because Florian obviously is not working and not paying, putting in his half to all of this. So I just, I just did not like how Danielle handled the situation. She's really going to irritate me. And yeah. What did you think of it? I know I'm rambling off too much here, but let me know your thoughts. I think, you know, like you said, she was harsh. She was too harsh on him. This is the first time that we've seen, um, you know, really someone that in the beginning really didn't have all that going for him. He, because of course he, what he is a personal trainer at the resort that she was, that she met him at, but he went from just being a personal trainer to owning his own business. And it seems like, He's running this business without having to ask Danielle for money. So to me, he's already got one leg up. Like she was just way too harsh. And 
I think her expectations, like her friend said, in other words, she's looking for vacation Johan. Vacation Johan is not going to show up. It needs to be, you know, husband, this is her life, Johan. And she needs to figure out that, you know, she's in the Dominican Republic. She is not in the United States anymore. He, I mean, she's already seen the way he lives. But the funny thing that gets me is she's already planning on like, hey, we need to, you know, um, tomorrow we need to start staying in a hotel. Like, what? I, I don't, I don't, I don't get her. I think she's really not, just not getting it. She's not grasping it. And it's crazy thing that kept bothering me, which actually we, we found out today, um, was why would she not want it, want him to come to the United States? What's with the whole, well, let's go to the Dominican Republic as opposed to bringing him to New York City? And we find out that Danielle just doesn't have the money. She just filed for bankruptcy in 2022. So she doesn't have the money to bring him to New York. There are just certain stipulations. She doesn't have the money to take care of herself. So, of course, she doesn't have the 120% to take care of her and him. Like, it's just not going to happen. So, yeah, she she needs to chill out and pretty much stay in her lane. And thank you for bringing that up because it's interesting that this happened in 2022 of her filing bankruptcy. And it makes a lot of sense why she does not want to live in the U.S. As much as she says, oh, New York City. Again, I feel like she thinks New York City is the only city out of all the states that the USA has to offer. She's honestly puts it in her mind that New York is the only one, the only one that takes up the whole entire country. And to me, this was her gateway of saying, you know, I don't want to go to the U.S. Why is that? Oh, wait, our investigators out there on these Instagram pages are saying, hey, Danielle filed bankruptcy. Wow, what a coincidence. When was this film? Probably last year because they're about what six months behind six to eight months behind so it's like oh, i'm sorry does that make even sense but you guys know what i'm talking about but going back to this she it makes it clear now why she just wants to say in Dominican republic she wants a clean slate she wants a clean slate and the fact of her kind of just putting him there like you know whatever he- debt he has i that's my debt too and i'm just like oh my god now it all makes sense. He, she doesn't have the money to bring him over. And it's not going to happen. Johan, listen, bud, it's not going to happen. She has no money. No dinero. You know, like people who tried to speak Spanish. No dinero. She has no dinero. No dinero. Like, oh my gosh, you sound like Chantel. Oh my God. <laughs> I think I shared this with you guys a couple of years back where when I used to go on vacation, I used to speak a different type of Spanish, the, the Spanglish, because I did not want people to know that I speak Spanish because I when I went the first time with my friend to Cuba, I was just so paranoid because it was just the two of us and you just don't know. And if you speak Spanish, like, I don't know, I felt like I was going to be kidnapped or something. I don't know, or talk dirty to you, which I'm not for that. And 
I spoke Spanglish. Like it was, it was cool that I was able to do that and kind of just hold my composure with that accent. But yeah, a little fun factor, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, and 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 the funny thing is, I think one of the craziest things that most people don't realize about New York Puerto Ricans and Puerto Ricans from Puerto Rico is that there are two different dialects of Spanish going on. Damn. So there is more of the, as you said, Spanglish, but then there's the whole other dialects from Puerto Rico. And it's like, and you even find sometimes yourself going, what the heck did you say? And then they're looking at you like, why do you not understand? It's like, I know what you said. I know the words that came out of your face. But what did you mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that, that's that's the thing. So. That's hilarious. Well, let's do our predictions quickly here. Um, Let me just pull up this cast list again. I know we're still, what, we got a couple more couples because I know some of them, another person returning, I believe. But we'll get into that next week. Um, let's start with Danielle and Johan. I truly think they're going to stick together because they really have no choice. <laughs> I'll be honest. They have yeah, no choice. I, I think that's a that's a no choice. Uh, that's not a that's not a real love thing. It's a no choice thing. So yeah, <laughs> I think they'll be together by the end of the season. Uh, Chris and Jamie. Ooh, I don't see that one lasting though. Me too. There's going to be a lot of differences and her and her mind are already kind of like, how do I deal with her medical condition? Yeah, she's not up for the challenge. Uh, Because if you love someone so much, you would be there and you would be like, okay, I got this. (laughs) Let's see here. Hey, people can prove a song as we've seen on the show because I feel like it's the fame. Yeah. Jen and Rishi. Hmm. Ooh. I don't know. I'm looking at some of these uh, previews and I'm I'm thinking maybe not, but I'm on the fence about this one. I'm on the fence because, you know, Jen just doesn't seem like the one that's going to give this up. She may try to force it. So I'm on the fence about this one. I'm going to say it will work if Rishi actually stands up to his family and says, I'm marrying a white American. Which I don't think is going to happen because let's just face it. We've seen Jenny and Samit go through that and it didn't work out. True. But it may take a lot for Jen to break up this relationship, which we've seen previews, like you mentioned, like, you know, parents are finding arranged marriage and he didn't know and she didn't know. And, you know, pointing fingers like, why didn't you tell me if you knew your parents were finding you somebody I don't think this is going to happen because from what we've experienced with Jenny and Samit, unless, you know, this guy can actually have a voice and say, hey, let's do this. <laughs> right, right. Gabriel and Isabel. Ooh, this is a tough one. I want them to work out, but since we haven't met the family, this one is hard to call. Hmm. It is a tough one. It is a tough one. I would say there is a possibility they may make it work because it seems like they're really connected in some way or the other. And the fact that she's accepted him, he's got no secrets towards her. So 
And I don't know, like we talked about it, maybe it could be a social media thing to boost up his sales. Like who knows, right? So I don't know. I feel like this may work overall uh, because there's no secrets right now that we know. Like she's known the right. truth about him. So it may actually work. Well, that's what I think. Moving on to the last one, Nicole and Mahmoud. I'm going to say she's going to be the crazy one and make herself miserable to be with this guy. But I give it a couple months and then she's going to be like, WTF, this is my life. And then hopefully have some sort of a recollection or epiphany or a sign coming from from the sky. <laughs> I don't know. I think, like you said, I think she's definitely going to, because I mean, they're already married. This is a couple that's already married. She's already seeing signs that this is not working, but she's insisting on making it work. So I think she will, she will suck it up. Stick through, <laughs> yeah. Suck it up and stick through it. I, I, I don't see any other way for her to do anything yeah. else because at this point she was already in the United States. She didn't have to go to Egypt. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not bad. Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. And don't forget to check out CQP Moments podcast and also Queen Pen and The Wingman. And also don't forget, we have a new episode of This or That coming out. And I have started my 28 days, 28 episode challenge. It's been crazy. Thank you guys for your support. And that's all we have for now. Bye, guys. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jessica with the Beautiful Feet Podcast. Hey, it's your boy, Bromar, host of The Bromar Show. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queen Pin from the CQP Moments Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Ken, a.k.a. The Gentleman of the Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Hi, this is Stephanie Valente, your local massage therapist. And, and you're you listening, are to you listening to, to a, a little, little bit of everything, everything with Angelica. Angelica. That's it for now. And thank you for tuning in on another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me, 